0: Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here. This is the Astrological Winds channel. And I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for April 4th through the 10th this week. And in case you missed it, I posted the monthly report for April um, this past weekend on YouTube and all the other various places on the podcast and stuff. So, um, highly recommend picking that one up. Um... As I go, you know, there's a big month um, for monthly stuff in April, so I felt like I needed to separate the two blogs. A lot of times I can get the monthly and the weekly or the first week of the month in on the same blog, and I didn't really feel I could do that in a... Uh, you know, a good amount of time that wouldn't go beyond, way beyond the normal time of the of the podcasts and blogs. So um, just want to let you know that. So just check it out. It should be like the, if you're on YouTube, it should be the episode right before this one. And um, there's, yeah, some big stuff happening in April. Um, So anyway, this week is an interesting week too, April 4th through 10th. Um, There's stuff few things I want to mention going on, um, but in general, you know, and oh, and the first thing I want to do, too, just a little official business out of the way. The best way to contact me for readings or any other reason is M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's the, my email, um, M-A-T-T-H-U-E at gmail dot com and um if you have instagram though um you know you can look up astrological winds channel and if you're following me on youtube and some of the podcasts you can make comments and that's always a way to get my attention too. I usually see that so I'll get some more finer details but some people are telling me oh how do I get in touch with you and I'm like oh I put it at the end of the blog And then I realized they were like, oh, sometimes I don't make it to the end. Um, So just get that a little bit of general information out of the way first. But in general, this week's a good week to make some kind of detailed plan for the long term, to build something up and take actions and steps that are going to get you moving in that direction. Um, Basically, what we have is Mars... And Mercury and Saturn and Eris are all working together this week. Um, and Jupiter with the North Node and South Node will also kind of help this week. So um, in general, <clears throat> that's what it's going to be a week about. But there's also... To the inner planets are changing signs. Venus is going to go into Taurus, um, into Pisces, which is where it's exalted, and Mercury is going to go into Taurus. <clears throat> and so, so some interesting stuff going on. But like, so right now, Monday is the exact Mars Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. And on Tuesday, tomorrow, pretty much at the same time. And I talked about this in the monthly that I did yesterday or on the weekend that I highly recommend you check out. Because um, Saturn will be squaring the nodal axis, too, this month. And that's one of the big events of the month. But Mars is squaring the nodal axis exact tomorrow. So, like, really... You know, this whole week is a lot about a lump, but this start, this kicks the energy off of that energy of, like, you know, it's not an easy assignment. It's a tough task. You know, it's a, it has a lot to do with, like, taking the actions required to build something up for the long term so there's no immediate payoff. You know, Saturn requires a lot of patience. It wants something that's a solid foundation that's reliable, that, you know, it's going to last a long time. So like the actions that we need to do right now are steady and slow and having this attitude that, you know, we're looking for some kind of long-term result, long-term goal. And, and, and you know, with that energy too, there's a great focus, um, Mars and Saturn together Can really concentrate And focus energy Very well So there's this opportunity To really get Those plans And those steps Those step by step steps That you want to plan some Reliable steady future for um, Get them like um, You know the focus and concentration of the details is available under the energy of the Mars Saturn um, conjunction. So there's this opportunity to use that, and it, it it you know it brings a very disciplined kind of mindset, um, and and releases energy in a slow and steady way. But there is you know a few things that you know that you know can can be, like, really tough about the Mars-Saturn, and the first of which is that, you know, you can feel really restricted in your actions, like, really wanting to move ahead faster, and, and you know, whatever it may be. In, in this case, I think, with Saturn, many times it's authorities, or people who have some kind of authority... Or influence in your life are actually somehow inhibiting you or slowing you down, and that definitely can create a lot of inner anger and resentment, that kind of thing, um, towards towards people that you perceive or even the circumstances themselves. Here's the thing, though: Mars Saturn too it's all about recognizing that a lot of that has to do with our own past actions and that, like, the consequences of them are occurring now. So, like, you know, based on, you know, those actions, different reactions are occurring in different people, in situations that, you know, we may feel blocked and restricted now by those situations in the present, but, like, the past actions we took are likely the thing that got us the consequences or results that are making us feel blocked right now so um but like I said there's a real you know we really want to use this energy as well as we can to build something solid out of it instead of like you know, steaming in like inner anger and resentment about seemingly being held down by circumstances or others. And we will get some assists in doing that this week from Mercury and Eris. They're both going, you know, on Thursday and Friday, actually, is when these ones will be exact. But I, you know, but really, I think we'll start to feel you know, these effects all week and, you know, and kind of work, have the ability to work with it all week. But basically Mercury is going to be sextiling Saturn on Thursday and conjuncting Eris. And at the same time, Mars is sextiling Eris too. So Mercury-Saturn is just like great. Mercury sextile Saturn is just great Great. It's exactly what we need to pull that energy of focus and concentration in to create an ideal plan for ourselves or a detailed plan, I should say, for ourselves and to organize things and get things together to use the information, the expertise, the experiences that we've had that we know how reality functions and, you know, and we can learn from mistakes we've made, turn that into, you know, things that now, you know, these issues that come up, we know how to deal with them with, you know, with this experienced outlook. So so we can really um, use the knowledge that we have now to really, you know, make a detailed plan. You know, Mercury and Saturn together and knows what tools to use, knows, you know, what the operator's manual basically is, that kind of thing, and has that knowledge, and then the ability, you know, Saturn to apply that knowledge and those plans into it, and I think, you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, um, It values, like, conservative knowing that, you know, work has to be done and practical things have to be taken care of and that kind of thing. And it's a sextile, so it's a little soft in the sense of, like, oh, you know, like, you know, it's opportunities and you get to choose whether to take them or not. But I think with the more Saturn fueling kind of like this desire to stabilize something for the long term, you know, this is such an ally, this other aspect to work with that and do that. And then where do we get that impetus from to take the opportunities? That's where the conjunction to Eris comes in and Mars sextiling Eris. That's where, you know, this desire to change, you know, like to bring some changes into our lives and, and be receptive and willing to do that is really going to be how, Eris will operate in this, so she'll kind of like give us the proper attitude, you know, the proper approach and maybe even some more knowledge. You know, and and then the sextile in Lamar shows like, okay, you know, I'm ready, you know, to take these opportunities to make these changes. So, you know, so I really think this whole work week, Monday through Friday, you know, can be even into Saturday because Saturday is Saturn's day, you know. And so this is a, you know, week where we can really, you know, can be used, you know, for... This energy to start up like new projects, new ventures, new structures in your life that you're having a long-term outlook about and want to have a stable foundation underneath that's going to bring you in needed and desired changes. And to top all that off, we're going to get another assist this week from Jupiter sextiling the North Node and trining the South Node. It's like once again, it's a it's sextile, so it's an opportunity that has to be taken. But this is big time help if we want to tap into it, you know? And how do we do that? It's when Jupiter gets involved with the nodes, it's about meeting people halfway. It's about being an honest negotiator, about having a willing attitude to adapt. And if you can do that, you're going to find beneficial connections with others, with groups, with the right partners and groups of people to make things happen. And even the trine to the south node is showing once again, just like the Mercury sextile Saturn, that you've learned a lot of stuff and, you know, and that you know what needs to be done in a lot of these situations. So really a great, great opportunity to get that stuff going this week. And no, there's not going to be an immediate payoff. You're thinking long-term here. This is like a long-term investment kind of thing. It's something that is going to bring you benefits. Once they start flowing, it'll start slowly, but it will build and it will last rather than something that's going to be fly-by-night and maybe a big up-and-down kind of in unstable situation and even on saturday like i say you know we like i said you know, it's even going to flow into Saturday, Mercury and Mars are both involved with Juno that day, Mercury conjuncting Juno, Mars, Mars, uh, I mean, Mars conjuncting Juno, I'm sorry, and Mercury sextile Juno, which once again represents partnerships. So it's like, you know, partnerships are bringing in these opportunities to motivate us to move forward to, you know, to, to connect and make changes and then like can create these productive like enterprises, these this fruitful type of endeavors, lively, passionate energy brought in together. So that can be used on, you know, this, those kinds of projects to inject that energy. If you find, you know, the right partner or the right groups to partner with and do that, you know, it can really be beneficial, in, you know, with Jupiter hitting that modal axis. So we have a lot of assists, is my point. You know, Mars-Saturn can be tough. It can be a tough assignment, but there's a lot of other stuff this week that's like, you know, balancing what, you know, and, and just having you take a serious look at like, you know, well, you got yourself, somehow you got yourself in that position, but somehow, too, you've learned a lot. So now, you know, you can apply that experience to what this, you know, whatever long-term thing you want to, you know, create and have stability with. So great week for that. So like I said, two planets changing signs to Venus will be going into Pisces and Mercury will be going into Taurus. And Venus goes into Pisces Tuesday, Mercury goes into Taurus Sunday. So... I think this will finally chill like relationship stuff out a little bit. Like relationships since December have been definitely, and maybe even prior to that, you know, might even be able to go back to last August, um, where you know went through the exact double hit of the real close last two exact hits of the Pluto Eris square. And all that Scorpio energy, including the Mercury retrograde, then going right into Venus retrograde in December in Capricorn. And now the last month with Mars and Venus together in Aquarius asking, you know, relationships to really up their game. So there's been a lot of really intense energy in, you know, in the relationship world for now. You know what is it? Seven months. You know at least. So, and I think this will help. You know, ease some of that up. Venus into <coughs> Pisces is exalted there, so Venus is very happy in Pisces, and and gets into this very idealistic romantic state you know and really is interested in merging with others and connecting with others and and somehow you know having ideals in in, in relationships get appealed to and um and therefore also really boosting um inspiration and imagination and creativity you know so that you know get a lot of like New ideas and visions about how things can be um brings a lot of compassion and empathy and love for others into the equation too like and and really feel a closeness with your family and friends of wanting to take care of them and vice versa getting that attitude getting that energy back from them, being helpful with one another and 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 you really you know when like Venus is in Pisces too, we really like we have a lot of tolerance and, and stuff, but we also like to be with people who have similar beliefs that we do, and you know the biggest issue with Venus and Pisces is to continue to have clear boundaries that you know there may be some people who are not worth helping, which is you know can be difficult. To like um, to process and understand, but you know um, but the love that people are showing each other in Venus and Pisces is very genuine, and and comes on this very like friendly, um level, and and like I said, it can be very artistic too. This is like you know, being you know, in Venus is and is in um charge of our creativity, our daily creativity too. So we can really inject a lot of our ideals into our creativity every day during the three weeks or so that Venus will be in Pisces and then on Sunday Mercury goes into Taurus which is actually one of the signs Venus rules so it's kind of interesting you know that it kind of like Mercury kind of gets in a Venusian kind of zone once it goes into Taurus. And, um, you know, and and I think the biggest difficulty for Mercury in Taurus is the mind Mercury and the intellect normally likes to move very quickly. And when it goes into Taurus, it really puts the brakes on. It's like it goes from the passing lane into the slow lane, you know, and, and really wants to think things out. Before it decides and, and, and you know and for certain people that can almost seem like well what's wrong with this person? are they slow are they not able to comprehend what's going on around them and it's like no, actually the Mercury and Taurus energy just brings um, a natural proclivity to slow things down and really think things through. Um, it's very serious, actually, you know, because part of the thing with Taurus is that, you know, it's stubborn, you know, and it really um, likes to stay fixed on what it knows works. And it's a very material earth sign. So it's like, you know, it doesn't want anything that's bringing stability to be rocked at all. So, like, it doesn't, it wants to make sure the mind is not going to, you know, jump to some conclusion that could have, like, negative results or unstable-type results. So the decision-making processes during Mercury and Taurus are very grounded. And and, and the feelings, you know, feelings count a lot for Taurus, too. It's like body-type feelings, but, you know, they're going to really, you know, the thinking is going to be affected by the way people feel right now. But just like a lot of other Earth signs, too, you know, Taurus is an expert at at the you know at the other at the other as the other earth signs are at using tools and its hands to advance what it is doing once it does make the decision. So I think you know this once again Mercury going into Taurus is going to aid that step-by-step process that the Mars-Saturn conjunction is asking for for success in this year. And then the last thing I want to mention to Mercury also is on Sunday, Mercury is squaring Pluto, too. And, um, you know, that just, like, it shows, like, we're going to really take a deep look at ourselves, you know, this weekend coming up and in our own inner psyche, um, all the things that have been maybe shifting and changing are going to be... There's going to be a lot of processing of that stuff. And and it can get obsessive for sure. But for the most part, I, it quiets people down. It doesn't get like as inflammatory on an outside thing. I mean, with close people, people who are close with one another... And, you know, they're sharing like deep, intimate, emotional stuff. It may be challenging at times because... You know, they're, they're um, you know, the, the, the shit, the energy is, like, intense. Um, and you can try to get, like, um, almost coercive with your statements about the, um, trying to convince the other that the way you're seeing things is the correct way. So, like, it can be, like, an obsessed mind. But... It can also bring great focus because of that into our own self reflection and get a lot of inner psyche type work, depth psychology, you know, things like even astrology, you know, even looking at your astrology and like, you know, really maybe seeing another layer underneath the stuff that's driving you so yeah so that'll be sunday too so all right that's about we'll do it for this week's um forecast um this is a free service um it's on youtube every week and if you have a youtube account just become a follower of the astrological winds channel and turn on your notifications and you'll know When it's posted, um, since it is a free service, um, I would ask that if you know of anyone who would be who you even think might be interested in, um, you know, checking the blog out, please send them the link too. And, you know, and I always welcome donations also of any size. um, And um, otherwise, I'm a professional astrologer. I've been doing readings for over 20 years. If you'd like to get a reading done, all types of readings, I recommend you start with your birth chart or natal reading, and then definitely get in a predictive reading every year, um, which is your own personal weather report as to the way the stars this year are affecting your chart. Those are two regular, but relationship charts, children's charts, uh, fixed star readings for deeper... Look at soul purpose um, elections for when you're looking to launch something and get the best timing of the event, energy wise. Um, horror questions if you really have a burning emotional question that you can't seem to get an answer with, all those things are available. And classes too, I've got five beginners classes. Um, any of that stuff if you're interested. Drop me an email, M-A-T-T H U E eight two three at gmail.com. M-A-T-T H U E eight two three at gmail.com. Or leave me a comment in one of the comment sections on the blog and I'd probably see it and uh, we can just touch base from there the blog is available also on all kinds of podcasts no reason to actually see the video it's usually just me or a chart so hearing is the most important thing and not even you know if you're not a big astrologer per- astrology person don't even listen to the astrology part what you need to hear is what the energy represents that's what you want to focus on um, that's the important knowledge that can help you out um so, um, yeah, so that does it, that just about does it for this week. Um, we'll have a weekly report next week, and we're going to have a full moon, I believe, next week in Libra. So that should be interesting. And until then, um, like I said, take the steps this week to start, you know, whatever that long-term thing that you want to have stable in your life is or things. This is the week to get it going.